morning all or afternoon or evening whenever you're watching this thank you so much for joining me i am grateful great great topic today for all of you which is the ego mind versus the intuitive mind or intuitive sense what they are what controls them or where they are within us and even discuss how to focus more on the intuitive sense which is what i hope you would all want to do <clears throat> first let's dis let's talk about what they are um in your intuition is basically your soul self it is your soul it is your or the system at which your soul interacts with your physical it is your heavenly support team any past loved ones that 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 um that uh have crossed over and are looking to communicate with you come through the intuitive sense it's your guidance system it is essentially love um but it is what your own soul primarily uses not primarily it is your own soul's vehicle or vessel at which it attempts to move the physical body that is your soul's guidance system your intuitive sense and when we think about that we think about or we must think about all that comes with the so knowing that your intuition or your intuitive sense is the guidance system at which the heavenly realm uses to move the physical in as well as your soul and your soul primarily it is your soul doing most of the work if not all with the help of others but knowing that is a huge under uh, a huge understanding to have because what are what is your soul what is the heavenly realm what is uh your support team it's all love that is that is in and of itself what the intuitive sense is it is love and it is love that they are using to attempt to move your physical body in a direction at which is more peaceful loving understanding connected etc what is the ego mind the ego mind is your third dimensional realm tethering it is what your physical body uses for self-preservation it's what keeps you in a sense so focused on this third dimensional realm which in all honesty uh is counterintuitive we don't want to we actually want to expand our understanding expand our our connection to the heavenly realm but it is the ego mind that is all about self-preservation and self-primary primarily that's its focus so it it wants to be liked it wants to be and obviously we all want to be liked but it has a strong need for it and the need is the key word there it is located in the mind it is these thoughts that we sometimes have but also the ego mind is conscious it is aware and it does not want to let go and that my friends is where we must and this is if i could put an asterisk next to this next statement i'm about to make this is essential to understanding how we should move with the ego mind itself and it is we must sacrifice our ego self for our soul's ascension process if i can underline that bold face it tattoo that to your brain it is what we must sacrifice for ascension our ego self think about it your ego is all about self-preservation it's all about you it whatever you and and it doesn't care really about others it's it cares it cares about your own self and doesn't matter who it hurts to keep you 
moving in whatever direction it wants you to move. So if you are, you know, say you're trying to climb a climb the ladder at your corporation and along the way you're just like you're lying about people or you're you are uh doing whatever it takes to get to the next level and can and 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 actually doing some low vibrational stuff that's all ego because ego's like hey this is what i want i want more money i can't live without more money i need more money you know it's 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 those types of thought processes that the ego mind monitors regulates and it's the intuitive sense that counters that the need is not necessarily factual it is just your mind that makes you think it is and we must overcome self for the greater good that is basically when we're living that is what we ultimately want to do in the we because and one thing i haven't talked about that in this podcast ever is the importance of sacrifice and ego is really ultimately what we are trying to sacrifice our self-preservation for the greater good what can we do to be of love to be helping for others and there are an endless amount of individuals that have come before us that have sacrificed ego for the greater good of individuals. Martin Luther King Jr. is one of the most recent that I can think of. But there are so many others that are going on right now. I just can't think of some of their names. You you see uh, some, some uh, uh, spiritual monks that are out there who sacrifice their own needs. Uh, Mother Teresa was one, but they sacrificed their own needs for the greater good of others. That you know right there, they are letting go of ego for the benefit of others. They are showing the power of and the purpose of letting go of ego and living from the intuitive sense, which is, again, love, showing us all what we are intended to do. Ultimately, that is what your soul is trying to do. And younger souls, when they come in, you know, they struggle with that because it's a new soul. They're they're coming into the body. They're not used to having that ego who was all about self-preservation. And and <clears throat> that's where that's why we struggle. So we look at this external world from us and it's filled. You can see it every day. It doesn't matter. Turn on the news. You can see, go to the grocery store. You'll see ego all over the place. I, I I just saw a representation of ego today. You know, lady pulls into a to a to a uh, a park and like blocks half the park to let her son out of the car for a good two minutes while there are all these cars trying to come in to do the same thing. You know, but they're looking to park into a parking space, and she's just like, "Nah, I'm gonna I'm just gonna sit here and block everybody." I mean, that's that's. I mean, that's a, num a number of things, but a uh, lack of awareness, you know, ego mind. I don't care if someone's around me. I'm just going to do what I want to do. Yeah, that's 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 all ego. But some of the aspects of ego are wanting control or needing control, wanting the pursuit of money, the pursuit of needs, that all. The pursuit or the desire or feeling as if you like need a particular house or a particular car because you want a status or even because that's where you're comfortable. Yeah, okay, that's fine. If, if you have a house and you feel comfortable in that house and you want to stay there, fine, that's awesome. And that's not necessarily ego. But what ego is ego is that if you are unwilling to let it go say if uh you know maybe maybe you can't afford the house you know and you're you're just choosing to stay in it out of pure spite uh that would be an ego type driven behavior ego blurs the line between self love and love for others so anything that 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 is 
not blurring the lines would be love and intuition. Anything that is in instituting love or bringing love to a situation. One thing I do want to tell you, though, because there are complications here. And as I said earlier, the, in, the, the ego mind wants to be liked. It wants to be, it wants people to come to it, even though it's self-preservation, it also has this need or desire for others to, for others approval. And that is obviously not love. You know, we don't necessarily love loves regardless. So that need for others approval is important to the ego mind. And what I'll tell you here is sometimes we think we can change people or we can uh, get somebody to think differently, which is an acceptance, which is not, that is all ego. It's, it's not acceptance. It's not love. If you're, if you're going into a situation and you're saying, I'm going to change it and I'm, and this is how I'm going to do it. You're, I'm going to change it with love, but it's going to change. That is not ego mind. And that, and that's where we need to take a step back and really observe our own intentions. What are we trying to do? And I'll give you an example here. There are sometimes I will go into a location and I would want to affect change with love and bringing and infusing love into an area, you know, simply with thought or my being. Uh, being as in the things that I do in that area. But sometimes, or there at least there were sometimes in the past where I would hold on too much to that, like, darn, the things that I'm doing aren't affecting change like I thought it would. But I didn't realize that was ego. That's ego because love is acceptance. So an understanding that people are only going to receive the messages that they are capable of receiving. And what I mean by that is that say I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with a soul that isn't necessarily to a particular level yet. I could tell them all day long, there is a God, there are archangels, there are ascendant masters who are here to help you. It doesn't, you can communicate with them. It doesn't matter how, much I tell this individual that that is possible or that they are real if they're not ready to hear it if they're not if they haven't acquired that light that they need yet for the intuitive sense to to overpower the ego mind in that situation they're never going to hear what I'm saying they're never going to believe it they're never going to move with it however you are planting a seed. The soul does hear you, even though it's it's struggling to move the physical because it's still a young soul. It still hasn't acquired that light yet. Even if it is older, it's still struggling to move in that direction. You are still planting the seed. So that's important. However, the ego mind needs that, needs to do it. It needs to see that change. Whereas someone that is more intuitive, more understanding of how the higher heavenly realm works which is acceptance of all and knowing that these seeds that we plant from love are very very powerful we just might not see the results of it and we have to be content with that we have to understand uh from from a soul's perspective that it will happen when it's meant to happen however the ego mind wants to see it it wants to affect that change now and know that it affected that change. And that is, that's, that's not love. You will often hear, I will tell you another thing. You'll often hear people, uh, which is interesting because these are some of the lines that are blurred. You'll often hear uh, people talk about or brag about how much they give. Oh man, I give hundred dollars a month to this individual or this group. And I help support that and this. And it is now that's a beautiful thing. And that comes that emanates from a love. You can see there that the soul is trying to balance energy. However, where the ego comes in there is 
the need. It's seeking approval. It's doing that from a loving perspective, which is awesome. Soul's perspective, trying to balance energy. But that desire or need to tell people about it for affirmation from that person, like, oh, you do such great work. You're such a nice person because of that. That's all ego. Like it, it's the intention behind what it is we are doing that is in some aspects very important. You can emanate from love to give. Yes, beautiful, especially if you can't do. But if you're telling others about it for their aff for their affirmations, for their uh, congratulations and for their accolades, then, you know, that's ego and you need to step back from that. And that's part of those blurred lines. Um, another aspect, though, and I know we're moving fast, so please forgive me. But another aspect of the ego mind that is important to discuss is it's in it is in itself a consciousness. It knows what it's doing. It knows what it wants, and it tries intentionally to keep you down. Or not necessarily down, but it doesn't want to let go of itself, obviously. And this is the part of that, you know, feeding the good and the bad wolf, you know, story that I always tell the Indian chief story about the wolf that you feed inside of you is the one that grows more. If you understand that, that the the ego mind is a conscious being within you, a consciousness that wants, again, self-preservation, it's all about self-preservation with the ego mind, then you begin to understand the type of battle that you have internally. So many examples I can point to here, but the one that I always go to is the one where uh, when I first started doing all this work, I would go into my basement and I would hear these voices in my head. And they were not happy. <laughs> uh, they would curse at me and they would tell me essentially, don't go down there. You know, they want they didn't want me to go down in my basement. And I think I told this story before, but it this went on for years. I would always ignore it, you know, whatever, and just go on about my business, go down into the basement, do my laundry, you know, whatever it was. And used to do my podcast down there, too. So. I would always hear it. And after some time, I think it was about a year, I remember channeling about it. And I asked them directly, like, God, why do I, if I'm so connected to the heavenly realm, as, as, as they tell me I am, and as you guys are too, like we are no different. Um, then we, then, then why do I keep hearing these voices? You know, why, why is the guy down there? still around me if i'm if i'm so light you know and god comes in and says uh it's not the guy down there chris it is actually your ego mind trying to keep you it's it wants you to move in a direction that separates you from your intuitive sense again because it's conscious it knows what it's doing it knows what you're doing <clears throat> And anything that gets you to go away from ego feels as if you are not self-preserving. So your ego mind's like, nah, that's not something that we want to do. So you need to come back here. Once he told me that, it made so much more sense. And and uh, and actually, it stopped. You know, it stopped a little bit of time. It went on afterwards. But I started to realize, oh, you're just my ego mind. OK, never mind. I, you're not not that I paid attention to it before, but it was something that I was aware of. And that's an important distinction because the intuitive sense, again, is your soul. It is your soul's perspective and everything that comes with your soul's perspective. And what is the. The, the ascension process ultimately is attempting is is ultimately trying to get you to understand that you and everybody here watching this today and any day that you're watching it, you are connected to everybody else. There is no separation. There is no just you. 
<clears throat> we are all one. The 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 highest perspective consciousness that you can acquire the ultimate ascension consciousness that you get is the understanding that you are one with everything else. There is no separation and thus reveals the battle of why the ego mind is so hard to overcome because it's all about you. Whereas you let it go and understand that, no, we are all one. The peep that, that, that uh, person I told you about in the parking lot today, <clears throat> that is an aspect of me. It's an aspect of you. It is it is another level to that. So, you know, we we might all have a sense of, quote unquote, selfishness or lack of care for someone else. Like, hey, I'm going to do what I want. We all have that. But that is a what that what that individual showed today was a manifestation of that thought process. We all have it. She just manifested it or that person just manifested it at that very moment in time. And it's not a bad thing or a good thing. It just is. And ego mind wants to judge that, wants to get mad at it. But we can't. We have to separate and understand that we are one. That's where the intuitive sense comes in. And that's. That's a great distinction to have and understand when you're going through this process. I'll give you another, for instance, and I don't like talking about politics much, but politics is a huge throughout um, our political quote unquote leaders, which they are not. That is complete ego driven. And I don't care what what uh, party line you tote they're all ego driven and i will tell you this if you feel as if you need to have a particular individual in a particular office in order for things to be good you are completely giving up your power you are giving your power away to that individual and don't or to the other individual that's going against that person you are completely giving your power away. Your happiness is dependent upon one thing, and that is your perspective. Only you control your happiness, not what you have, not how much money you make, not the cars that you drive, not the house you live in. All of that is ego. The ego makes you think you need that in order to be happy. It is your intuitive sense. It is your guides that that help you understand your soul that helps you understand that love is all that you need perspective and appreciation for whatever it is you have regardless of what it is and we get lost there and and we hold so much now i get it i get it some of you feel as if you need a particular person to be in a particular office so that you can maintain the lifestyle that you had. But there you go. That in and of itself is ego and should reveal to you. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're right. Like I'm not willing to give up. I'm not willing to sacrifice my ego for the greater good. And I challenge you now to rethink that position and understand the intuitive sense, your soul, soul's perspective knows that it needs none of that because when you die, you have none of that. And yet it accomplishes its happiness, its love. And what we're trying to do is bring that same feeling down into this physical realm and allow for that intuitive sense, again, soul, to guide us, to move us. So I ask you, take inventory of what is moving you to make certain decisions. And once you take inventory of what is driving you in different aspects of your life, and each one could be driven differently and by a different aspect, like, and for sure, older souls, which all of you probably listening are somewhat older, are trying to balance energy. So you might have some loving perspectives over here where love is driving you and, and helping you, but 
is it initiated through love and then ego takes over at another time? Like, like we said earlier, where you might give a lot to others, but is the ego mind making you talk about it or, or making you think that you can't do more because the ego mind will make you think that as well. I am going to do a podcast at some point, or at least it was my intention to do a podcast at some point on how big and important sacrifice is in this entire ascension process. It's It might be one of the biggest aspects. It is huge sacrifice, huge on truly overcoming and truly growing in a direction at which I would hope that you all want to grow, which is developing your intuitive sense, focusing on it, which is love, which is your soul, and allowing that to be your guide. Sacrifice is a huge component of this all. And if you're not willing to sacrifice the things you have, the things that you um, are seeking, you know, because you think you need that in order to be happy, then you are you are barking up a wrong tree. You're going in the wrong direction. You don't need this. And that thought mindset in and of itself is straight ego. You must be willing to sacrifice what your ego mind thinks it needs for happiness. You need nothing other than obviously sustenance to live for sure. Yeah. But you don't need to have steak dinners every day. I mean, your basic needs should be met. And then beyond that, you're golden. Um, And any thought that makes you think that you need more is ego. And I encourage you as you do this introspection, when you do this inventory, which you can't do without introspection, you know, you can't inventory your life without introspection and once you introspect then you sacrifice so i guess there's some equivalence there in importance introspection and then sacrifice what are you willing to give up the need of um once you once you introspect and 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 then begin to determine all right Let's start to let's start to take back what what I think I need and sacrifice that and move on in a direction that is knowing. And that's the next thing I want to talk about, knowing that you are being guided by love. So ego mind in the in in the if you're developing your spiritual development through like mediumship or you are developing your intuitive sense knowing is everything your ego mind wants you to question everything oh what is communication i just had this thought pop into my head but uh, i don't know if that's i don't know if that's communication you are being driven by ego Ego will try to confuse you. It will attempt to make you question everything because, again, it wants self-preservation. It knows what you're doing. If you successfully accomplish development of the intuitive sense, you let go of ego. You know, and I and I use those words intentionally, that word, no, you know you are going in, in the right direction. You know you are developing. You must let go of questioning. And, I, and we did a podcast before, which was um, stop, like, stop, get off the fence. Believe or not believe. If you're going to believe, it's not a belief system. It's a no. You know intuitively. You know your soul is real. You know your guides are there. They're real and they're helping you. So I'll give you an example. So many people come to me and say, Chris, and it's definitely 
one of the toughest things to overcome. Chris, I don't know how to discern the difference between communication from above and my ego mind. And I've done numerous podcasts on, you know, if things just come into your mind without you thinking, you know, that is communication. Anything that says to you questioning what it is you're doing, you know, immediately that is ego. I don't care what happens, even if it is, um, if you know, if communication, like you just see a vision in your third eye that's not conjured, you know that's communication. You know that's spiritual communication. And I will tell you, the intuitive sense, the energetic flow of it, how it works, is it comes through your third eye and goes down to your solar plexus. That flow, if you can open up that energetic flow, that will develop your intuitive sense greatly. There is, it will just intensify it. Your solar, your solar plexus region between your heart and your solar plexus, that area is your intuitive sense. And that is, that can move you regardless of your third eye being open. What happens though, is if you can open up your third eye, through intention and then so you set the intention right and then you speak it and you maybe do a meditation on it you are connecting all of them you are accomplishing opening up that third eye it allows for that energy to flow more freely and it strengthens your intuitive sense but you if what i say Okay, now if you're looking to develop your intuitive sense, I say the third eye through the solar plexus, that region is huge. You want to develop all chakras. You want to open them up, balance all of them. Yes. And that's a large part of my course on how to become a medium, opening up those channels. But the third eye to the heart solar plexus is huge in doing this. So what you want to do is... Begin to learn how to separate. And I did a podcast before on conjured energy. Conjured, conjured en energy is freaking huge. If you see an act, maybe of violence or of something, you see or you see a picture of Mother Mary and immediately you hear Mother Mary speaking in your head. Okay, I'm not saying that is or is not communication what i am saying though is take a moment to step back from it from the image that you just saw and allow yourself to open up its receptors your receptors allow your intuitive sense to be to become the focus of your mind which is why you focus on the heart area solar plexus area and or the third eye you open up those two areas and then if that communication continues you know it was communication it is the ego mind that's going to sit there and continue to question it is the intuitive sense that knows and when you step back and you open up those two channels and then you continue to get that communication you know that was communication it's an that the example of my basement when I was hearing thing is a primary example. I thought that was communication from down there, but it was my ego mind. I was still learning to discern these differences. And my ego mind was making me think that because it didn't want me to act on it. It didn't want it wanted me to stay away. It still want to control. And I tell you guys all the time that the guy down there will pinprick you. OK, well, these are the ego minds pinpricks. It wants you to continue to fear. It wants you to hold on to it so it will leverage different energies. Now, if you're going to sit here and say to me, well, how do I know the difference between something down there and something in your mind? Again, you're questioning. And it really doesn't even matter because love is love. So you don't if it's not love, you know that you don't want to focus on it. So just move on. You know, like I told you, when I would go down in my basement, I would hear this. I would I I would ignore it. So it's not like it affected me. I just 
heard it and continued on because it wasn't love. So I didn't, I ignored it. It was only later that it was revealed to me that it, it wasn't what I thought it was, but it was my ego mind trying to control me. But regardless, I was still acting in love and overcoming it and, and moving on in spite of it. I wasn't allowing it to guide me. I wasn't moving with that guidance because I knew it wasn't love. So, and that's what you guys have to ask yourself. What is love is, and, 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 and be honest with yourself when you ask these questions, when you attempt to, when you attempt to move with the intuitive guidance system. One thing you want to realize is, again, it's consciousness. So that's a factor here. Something to be aware of. I'll tell you another aspect to be aware of, okay? Again, and I, I brought up that consciousness for a reason. When you meditate, and, and and again, people come to me all the time. Chris, I can't meditate. My body feels like I just needs to get up and move. My mind won't shut up. It just talks. It keeps going into different, like, wherever, you know. I'll be focusing on a light, and it goes into Neverland, you know. Okay. I just said that the ego mind is conscious. And it knows what it is you're trying to do. It knows you are trying to get rid of it. But again, its primary purpose is self-preservation. It doesn't want that. It feels like you need it to preserve, to live when you don't. So that is where you must be aware of its consciousness and stay true to what you're trying to do. So I'll give you a for instance, because we're talking about meditation right now. This morning I was meditating. And as I was meditating, it's funny to actually sit back and watch your ego mind attempt to sway you or persuade you to do something. Because as I'm sitting there, it was trying to get me to move, like get up and, and uh, clean my pool or something or take a shower it wanted me to um read a book it was trying everything in its power and i could feel that that energy inside of me so intensely that it was trying to get me to move it it wanted me not to do this even to now you know and i'm a decade into this um a decade into meditating because your ego mind never goes away. Your ego mind will be there for the rest of your life. But your awareness of it and what it is trying to do is so vital. Once you know it, that you just laugh at it. You're like, okay, little buddy. Like, thank you. <laughs> but no, thank you. We need to get rid of you and move on. So when you see your ego mind trying to get you to move in a meditation and trying to change your thought pattern, you just simply bring it back to whatever it was you were originally thinking of and observe your ego mind trying to get you to move away from what you're doing, but stay there. Stay there for five more minutes. Push it. The more that you push it, the more that you let let it know that you're in control, that you are choosing to allow your intuitive sense to guide you, love to guide you, the more powerful it becomes, your intuition that is. The more powerful your soul becomes within you and allows you to move you. That is so, so crucial. It is our giving in to the ego mind and its desires or needs or thought patterns that dissuade you from accomplishing your goals or from accomplishing letting it go. And it knows that. So it's going to fight hard. It's not like it's going to just give up because you tell it to, you know, it's just going to keep on fighting. But. That's the good and the bad wolf within you. You know, if I could point out, you know, what what that good and bad wolf are, that is it. So 
I think that covers about, oh, spiritual communication. We covered that briefly. You guys, so many come to me and say, Chris, I don't know if I should move yet. Like in, I feel like I should move in this direction, but I don't know if I should yet. And I say all the time to these individuals, you do know, you're just questioning it. It's your ego mind questioning whether or not you should go. It wants you to believe that you might not be ready. When in reality, you already know you are. If you are not ready, your intuitive sense will let you know. And be open. This is where being open to all these different forms of communication that they give us will help us, will help you. For instance, I was reading this book. And this guy was offered a position in New York and he um, was struggling with anxiety after he was, after he accepted the position, he was struggling. He wasn't sleeping. He was losing weight, you know, right then and there. Okay. Something's up. This is not, this is not meant for me, but what we need to do is begin to separate from that. And then be open to the forms of communication that our own soul, our own guides, our guidance system, our heavenly support team are going to offer us to help us understand what it is we need in order to make that move. So in the book that I'm reading, and gosh, I'm so sorry, I don't have it with me. Um, He, this gentleman, I told you was anxious. He wasn't sleeping. He lost weight. And like, if he would have come to me, I would have said, okay, you're not ready. And he wasn't ready. But what started to happen was he saw raccoons and he knew intuitively he knew, oh my gosh, that's a, that's a message. So like, this is how the soul's working. He saw these messages and he looked up the meaning of them. He actually looked it up in this book. That's how he found it. And typically messages are whether it's through you or external you, like through animals, through coins, whatever it is, numbers, shapes, colors, however it is they're talking to you will give you a message. And when you look it up, it usually has one of like three different messages. What you need to do is read them and find out what resonates with you in your current situation. So this gentleman saw raccoons and, and knew intuitively, knew intuitively, that was a message. So he looked it up and he read the three meanings and he found one that really resonated with him. And it was, um, oh, it was, uh, what was it? He wasn't, he didn't have all of the, um, resources, resources that he needed to live and make this change. And once he read that, he he read that the raccoon, one of the three meanings was resourcefulness. And he knew immediately, oh, I don't have all the resources that I need in order to make this move. So he went out and he made a couple of changes in his life to develop and acquire the resources that he needed to make the move. And once he did, his his energy completely shifted. He began to sleep. He um, felt better about the move. He made the move and then he was successful. The book is um is Animal Spirit Guides book by a doctor and I forget his name. Please forgive me. I'll I'll see if I can note it in the uh I will. I'll note it in the notes of this podcast. But my point here is that he knew he wanted to make the move, but he was anxious after it and he knew when he saw the raccoon that that was a message. So inventory what you know not what not the questions you know what he knew is that he was anxious about it what he knew was that the raccoon was a message the questions in his mind are irrelevant what do you know i know i should make a move i might not know what that move is but then you that's irrelevant you know make a move and see like what is being presented to you in different forms. 
And then pay attention. Always be open to understanding that, oh, okay, I just saw a rabbit three days in a row. And 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 typically some people are like, oh, I saw I saw I saw a bear one day and think that that's a message. Okay, fair enough. You can think that. And in that moment, it may have been. But what I will tell you is that you might actually I encourage you to to be open to seeing that bear multiple times, like three different times. For instance, I saw I saw a rabbit in my yard one day I was driving to work. I come to a stop sign and I see another rabbit. Then I'm driving to work again. And when I get out of my car, I see another one. So that to me is telling me something. That's something I need to pay attention to. Um, and I'm telling you the same thing. When you inventory, take yourself, when you introspect, take note of what you know, and then be open to the other signs around you. And anything that you're questioning, just start to let it go. And... Be open to the messages that you receive, which are going to give you guidance in whatever direction that you should be going to. And you'll know, know, again, when you read it, when you feel it, you'll know that that was the meaning or that it something's going on. Hold on. Or you will know my 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 hearing went dead. Like I'm not hearing things right now. Um, but you'll know that it is time to move on or the direction that you're going. So just be aware of that. Uh, and with that, I think we are good to go, my friends. Let me see if I turn this up. Yeah, see that is weird. Uh my my earphones just died out of nowhere. Interesting. Okay. Hello? Hello? Yeah, okay, everything's hmm. All right. Anyway, with that, I am very grateful, and uh, we'll see if we could channel for you guys real quick. I feel like it's come back. That was weird. Grateful we are, my children, for all of your support, help, and questioning. We understand and sense the questionings that have been posed by you within this session within this podcast Enoch speaking we see the thought patterns in your mind beginning to swirl and for that we are grateful the mic feels like it died again not hearing things but we are grateful for all that you do we ask you now to be one with the inner self and allow for that inner self to be the guidance system at which it is and all that has been discussed here today is and are great factual indications of how to do so. We do encourage all of you to meditate on a regular basis to begin to discern the difference between ego mind and intuitive sense. But the intuitive sense is always coming from the sense of love. Love, and as it to indicate it, direction from love of love always emanating from we are grateful be true to your loving self intuitive self and attempt to come from the soul's perspective on a regular basis to help amplify the energy from the intuitive sense we bring you the understanding that the intuitive sense is the soul attempting to move the body as discussed earlier when we come from the soul's perspective, it amplifies that energy and allows for more movement to occur within the physical, and we are grateful for that. It is important to understand that not all are ready for this communication, for this movement, for this guidance system to be developed. Some souls are still attempting to balance their energy, and there are levels to this balancing act. 
we tell you it is a mere understanding of the intuitive sense being present within the physical that will benefit you greatly. And this acknowledgement is like a seed, we say. When you begin to understand that there could be a guidance system within you that is driven by the heavenly realm and your soul, you begin to understand a step. A seed has been planted as a possibility that your soul can then leverage to infuse even more light into itself that can, can we say, affect the movements of the physical. But this requires a great amount of energy and love, one that is that takes lifetimes to occur. This is not something that occurs overnight for a new soul and something that does require a great amount of time and effort on a soul's level. We tell you this for the true distinction of understanding that not all souls are ready in the light being sense of receiving this guidance and thus it is not something that we encourage you to judge within others, but rather we ask you to pray for them and their souls so that their souls will begin to balance out this energy. And for that, we are very grateful. The balancing of energy is imperative here, and we do ask for you to become aware of it. What is being balanced and from a loving perspective and what is ego mind attempting one to think something other than a love for all. But yes, ultimately we are all one and the ascension process is the acknowledgement of this and the movement from the perspective of it as well. And for that, we are grateful. We ask you all to go in great peace, my children, and love for all, with all, and of all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Enoch. Thank you all. Take care. Have a great day, and I am so grateful you are all here.